You're listening to the Arcadis podcast series on advances in remediation. Today, we are speaking with Monica Dupre and Allison Unitas about digital innovation and its impact on the remediation industry. Could you both start by introducing yourself? Hi, I'm Monica Dupre, and I work for Arcadis and have focused my experience in providing digital leadership for the resilience environment business area in North America and for our clients throughout my 18 years at the company. I really enjoy engaging teams through technology, innovation, and data-driven methodologies, and I currently focus on the standardization and scalability of services as part of Arcadis's business transformation effort. Hi, I'm Allison Unitas. I'm a geologist by training um, and have former experience with site investigations and 3D modeling at Arcadis, and I, cert- I currently serve as the immersive technology lead for our North American region. Thank you for joining us today. Now let's get into our discussion about digital innovations. Why do you think digitization is lagging in the remediation industry? Yeah, I mean, I think that the perception that uh, digitization is not perhaps as relevant for service-based companies, but it's maybe something more towards customer-centric or direct business to consumer or B2C companies where business models can be entirely based on digital products or new value propositions. And, And really, I think that's a false perception coming from the remediation industry where digitization is extremely relevant for our business. Leveraging the value of data is more important now than before as we navigate some of the new challenges that we have, like new or emerging contaminants, mature and established portfolios, the increasing scale of contamination, um, and also the increased regulatory and public scrutiny for, for this industry. Data is also more accessible and critical now, and it's a significant opportunity to help us reimagine how we can work collaboratively to address these issues and really help solve those challenges. How we also deliver our services, both to improve not only our client experience, but our employees' experiences as well, and then also to improve the overall operational efficiency so we can help create those better outcomes. I do think that there are some really exciting and interesting ways that this is happening around us with advancing technology and applications um, in some of the areas like automation or machine learning, and also with immersive technology or the uses of sensors and digital twins. How are innovations in the Internet of Things impacting our business? Um, yeah, I mean, there's a really there's a really rapid growth of data through sensors and supported or remote data, data collection. Um, of information through the Internet creates this opportunity for our mediation programs. And again, it really enables us to leverage data and put that at the center of the problems that we're trying to solve, um, which which helps us with higher quality uh, data. So we have more precise sensor data to help fill some of those data gaps that have might otherwise been present with some traditional methods. It's helping us bring greater efficiency by bringing those automated data transfers. And so there's not really need for that transcription or you know, delays in recording or relaying that information. And then this also enables targeted communication. So we have real-time data coming in with real-time notifications and alerts. So that accessibility to data helps us collaborate with our stakeholders, with the regulators and clients um, and our staff and our teams for delivering on these projects in different ways. And so it really helps the pace of decision-making. And then I think one of the really important, you know, innovations that that's in, uh, impacting our business is around safety. I mean, that's a really significant thing about keeping our staff safe where, you know, there might be fewer field visits, which lowers the risk for teams by reducing in some cases, the eliminate, uh, in some cases, eliminating the need to travel or be on site. Yeah, I can add to that too. We created a digital twin for a subsurface. We combined a subsurfaced uh, 3D model with an above ground 
a 3D model for a remediation site specifically, and looked at how we could take the elements of a digital twin and apply them for a remediation project. So we had a lot of success with that project, um, being able to see multiple data sets together, as well as uh, a portal that let us interact with the data that in um, different aspects of the model interactively, um, as well as bringing in some of the sensor data that we did have on site as well. Uh, for example, we had some gauging measurements that came in um, with sensors that we could bring into the digital twin um, with that uh, other, with all the other data for the remedia remediation project. And the benefits of the digital twin application in that remediation sense um, included just enhancing the understanding of the whole conceptual site model, um, allowed different stakeholders to uh, see information and interact with information uh, differently in that type of environment. What are immersive technologies and how are they getting used on remediation projects? Yeah, immersive technologies bridge the physical and digital environments. So they range from viewing digital data in your real world environment, like with augmented reality, um, or virtually doing a site walk uh, of a project site with a 360 degree photo tour, um, or something like experiencing a risky health and safety situation in virtual reality for a training exercise. Uh, so really taking the elements of either fully, fully virtual, like virtual reality, or, or some kind of a blend of um, physical and digital data together. The value of immersive technologies are giving users an improved experience with their data, their photo documentation of sites, uh, designs, and training modules that ultimately improves understanding, engagement, and improved quality of work. On remediation projects, we're seeing increased use of uh, specifically the 360-degree photo documentation platforms. Staff can, one staff or a couple staff members can efficiently document a site with a small 360-degree camera and create an environment similar to Google Street View that can be shared across teams and stakeholders where everyone has access to that photo documentation platform that they can navigate themselves, move around, look at different areas of the site. They can do that on their own at any time on their computer, or you can host a call together and uh, have a shared experience looking at that site instead of traveling to the site and walking that site together. So project managers, technical staff, clients, and regulators can all participate in discussions about the project site and scope planning with complete understanding of the site conditions, layout, risks, et cetera. Um, again, uh, from wherever they are uh, in a group, in a, in a virtual environment. Another thing is, I think, you know, in this new, new world, more than ever, people and organizations are thinking about sustainable solutions and remote and virtual work and how to, to engage and communicate better through that process. So these tools like the 360 degree uh, photo documentation tools, as well as other immersive wearable technologies are giving us new tool sets to bridge physical spaces. So where people can't be together, they can virtually collaborate and have experiences um, together in, in new ways that are really improving the way that we can work together. We hope you've enjoyed this interview. You can find Monica and Allison's full article co-authored with Nick Welty in our updated Advances in Remediation eBook. We also encourage you to listen to the other episodes in our Advances in Remediation podcast series available on the Arcadis North America SoundCloud station.